the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. It's the th- 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 Thursday here in Sin City. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels joining you here on Wager Talk. Welcome to the viewers on the Sports Grid TV network. Welcome to those of you watching on Zumo, channel 719. Welcome to those of you listening on the iHeartRadio network and all of our podcast outlets. This is your Sports Central for betters. We're going to do it in an hour. We have a loaded show today. Let's get right into it, Ralph. Bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books, the way we like to start out every show. And, well, last night, yesterday afternoon, in fact, here in Las Vegas, can't call this one a bad beat. We can only call it a bad bet. Yeah, I put money on the Atlanta Braves yesterday. I had it. Uh, took money out of my pocket. Brought it to the counter on Atlanta at a pick'em price. Well, By the time I turned the TV on, the game was already over. Ten runs in the top of the first for the Cardinals. The Braves truly, we call it bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. The Braves were a bad bet yesterday. I don't know if it was the history of the franchise or it was just faulty stunk. And then Freed came in behind him and stunk. But the Cards took care of business. No drama in Atlanta in game five. Well, you know, Teddy, let me ask you this question. Don't you prefer just to get the bandage ripped off and be down 13 nothing early instead of losing it in the bottom of the ninth? No, uh, I, I, I don't like wrong sides. You know, I, I don't like a game where I make a bet and I have no chance. So if you say, would you rather lose that way than lose on a tough beat? In the, I mean, no, I'd rather not lose either one of them. <laughs> There's no joy in Mudville when you're dead wrong. And uh, when you have a tough beat or something like that, at least you get solace. You know, people are like, oh, that's brutal. When you have a wrong side, everyone just mocks you. <laughs> you know? You're like, what are you thinking, dude? What's wrong with you? So, uh, I mean, from a does it take years off your life perspective? Yeah, that one, you know, you turn it on and I turned it off. I, didn't want, I, mean, I literally, I, I had that TV on watching that game for about 30 seconds at the most. You know, because like there's no chance. So it doesn't take years off your life. But being that this is what we do to earn our livings, I don't like having wrong sides, dude. I never like having wrong sides, especially when they're as wrong as the Braves were yesterday. That was a pick em game and it wasn't a pick em result. Well, yeah, we know those games happen. I mean, things snowball. The same thing happens in football. It's, you know, it's how the teams react to one of those losses. Obviously, this is a season-ending loss, so it's different. So, you know, uh, you know, you talked about it. You talked about how St. Louis was a team that has been there and done that, won those fives. And you talked about how Atlanta was a team that historically hasn't been in a good spot. But different season, better team on the field this year. But, again, it's we know, we know that no team is as bad as their last game when they looked as bad as Atlanta and it just was the snowball effect that that took over in the first inning yeah I mean so in the NL the cards won the first matchup and then we saw the 106 win LA Dodgers lose back-to-back games and get knocked out of the playoffs 106 regular season wins means nothing in the postseason Walker Bueller pitched brilliantly after that The pitching moves that Dave Roberts made, Kershaw wasn't good. He wasn't good the previous, you know, and in his start, he wasn't good. 
Well, Kershaw blew, uh, blew the lead. And then Joe, as soon as Joe Kelly came in, I'm like, what's he doing? What's he thinking? Next thing you know, grand slam home run. And the Dodgers, 106 wins equals a trip home for the rest of October. Well, we've mentioned many times, you know, Washington Nationals were really a wild card in the playoffs when you can put out Strasburg, you know, as your game five starter. And listen, you know, we're we're seeing Kershaw get older. We're seeing there's not a a huge margin between his fastball and his breaking ball, you know, and that's the time when you are not an elite pitcher and he wouldn't have been pitching in that game. If his name wasn't Clayton Kershaw. Um, and, you know, in fact, it's only the second time he's ever given up home runs on back-to-back pitches. He's never done it in the regular season. Yeah. And of course the nationals and the cards start tomorrow. We'll preview that game uh, on Friday's show. Uh, we do want to throw out the opening odds right here. A Washington is a favorite in the series anywhere from minus 115 to even as high as minus 130 at some spots. I look at my live odd screen uh, as we speak. So the Nats certainly getting the respect from the betting markets following their win over the Dodgers. A lot of that has, of course, to do with the fact that they have Corbin, Strasburg and Scherzer on the hill. Whereas when it comes to shutdown starters, Hey, Wainwright's been all right. Flaherty's been all right. But none of those guys move the needle like the national starters do. That's why Washington is the favorite, despite the fact they'll be playing games one, two, and seven on the road if the series goes that long. Yeah, absolutely. But what we learned is, you know, St. Louis has numerous pitchers with a very good home road dichotomy slanted towards pitching at home. Nicholas, the prime example. So, you know, they have a chance now to line it up where if you're pitching those pitchers that pitch so much better at home, you having the potential four games at home, I I think is an evening factor for the St. Louis Cardinals. Sure. And when it comes to the two bullpens, no question, the Cardinals have the edge over the Nats in a seven-game series. We'll see. Uh, if Washington goes to their starting pitching uh, in the bullpen the way they did as much uh, the way they did in the five game series against the Dodgers, um, be interesting to see how this series plays out. Pick 'em price near pick 'em price. Uh, Nats slight favorites there, but it, this has the makings. I'm with you of a series that goes at least six and quite possibly seven games. One more bit of baseball news to talk about: Gabe Kapler gets the boot. Bye bye in Philly. I don't know that it was Kapler's fault. I mean, when you're trotting out Jason Vargas every fifth day, <laughs> you know, uh, you can you can point that finger up towards management. Uh, the Phillies problems starting pitching related after they spend all that money uh, on their lineup. But Kapler gets the boot. I'm, I agree with the move. I don't think he did enough to retain his job. Well, you know, you spend a billion dollars or what they did in the offseason. You got to blame someone and it's not the owner's fault. And, hey, it's not going to be the GM's fault. So it's it goes down to the manager. <laughs> uh, you know, just negative expectations. They were hoping for a, a very special season. It didn't occur. And I think they just feel like they have to make a move with their, with all the monies they spent. Sure. It's just like I blame society for my woes, you know? Yeah, yeah. The manager's the easy fall guy, and he was for the Philadelphia Phillies, a team that, if they actually get some starting pitching this offseason, will again be one of the favorites in the National League in 2020. One more game to review from last night App State and under. The markets got the side wrong, they got the total right. The over never in play in that ballgame, 17 7 final. A defensive scrum between two teams that hadn't been putting up a whole lot of points. 
The money came for the raging Cajuns of Lafayette. Wrong. The money came for the under. At least some money for the under. Right. Last night's Sun Belt equals Fun Belt. What was your take on App State, Lala, and the raging Cajuns home loss? Well, you know, I had tweeted earlier in the week, App State, I had as the better team. I made him the favorite in my power ratings. ULL was a team that had covered every game this year. They were 5-0 and ATS. We've seen it happen. We've talked about it. We also talked, our Sherem viewers cashed on the under. We, you and I both leaned that way on yesterday's show. So uh, it, it certainly is a game that we went as we thought would go as expected, and it did. Sure. The under, never in doubt uh, last night. That was pretty easy. Uh, a right side winner for those who had it. Let's do an NFL MVP odds update. These numbers come from Superbook USA. And when it comes to betting the MVP, look, it's not something I'm going to do a lot. And in fact, somebody I know bet Christian McCaffrey earlier in the season. And I mocked him. I said, no Panthers going to win the MVP. Lo and behold, he's a third choice right now. Mahomes, even money. McCaffrey, 10 to 1. Russell Wilson, 11 to 2. Deshaun Watson, 12 to 1. Carson Wentz, 14 to 1. Tom Brady, 20 to 1. Dalvin Cook, 20 to 1. Aaron Rodgers, 25 to 1. MVP for the NFL. Is that a bet you ever make? And I'll tell you this I went back and looked. It's always quarterbacks, and when it's not quarterbacks, it's running backs. Do not put money on anyone but quarterbacks and running backs for this particular award. Note everyone on this list quarterback or a running back, and mostly it's QBs. Yeah, I never have. I just never found a, the right amount of value. You know, just to give FYI, Mahomes started off the year at four to one. Aaron Rodgers was eight to one. Carson Wentz was ten to one, and Brady was twelve to one. So uh, we've seen some big movement in those numbers. No doubt, Russell Wilson, a big mover. He's the second choice right now. If you were bet today on the NFL MVP, wager talk continues with line movers next. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. 
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Breaking news during the break. The Nationals have announced their starting pitcher for tomorrow. Not yet for St. Louis, but at least we have one of the two sides that just uh, came out. Sanchez will be taking the hill for the Nats in game one. So no Corbin, no Strasburg, no Scherzer, at least to start the first game of the series in St. Louis. We do not know yet who the Cardinals will be pitching. Line movers. The goal here, we talk about where the money is gone why the money has gone that way. And as bettors, we want to know, do we make this bet now? Do we wait until closer to the first pitch or closer to kickoff? That's what this segment is all about. Where's the sharp money going? Why is it going there? And let's start with this. You know, the the blurb says nothing but under money for Astros Rays in game five. And earlier today, there was nothing but under money for Astros Rays in game five. In just the last few minutes, however, Leading indicator sportsbooks are showing that there may well be some over money coming in, and it's wise guy over money. So the initial under money, we're going to break this game down in full. Next segment, we get the big game breakdown. But for now, let's just talk about the total, Ralph, the under money coming in, but now some sharp money going in the other direction. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think it's going to come off seven. We're just talking juice here. So if you're betting the under right now, you're laying 115. You know, you may be laying 110 if you wait. So it's a little different. There's less pressure to jump out and get a number if you don't have the accessibility to do it immediately with with a with an app on site. But the worst I think you're only going to do is pay five cents extra, you know, with a line move. Sure, exactly. It's not a situation where, and especially when we talk about the key numbers with totals, we don't talk about key numbers in football all the time. So everyone knows three, you know, the, the, the two and a half versus three versus three and a half or six and a half versus seven versus seven and a half in the NFL. In baseball, when it comes to totals, the quote unquote key numbers, seven and nine. Uh, that's where more games land on those two numbers than anything else. So once you see a line a total that's, you know, painted in at seven, it's not getting off of seven. It's not going to go down to six and a half. It's not going to go up to seven and a half unless the books really get pounded with money uh, on the total. And as we've seen here, the initial flux of under money 
Doesn't look like it's going to be going under anymore. Now we're seeing some buyback in the other direction, all with juice with a total of seven. The injury report for the Chiefs looks worse every day. Uh, you know, uh, Sammy Watkins, <laughs> you know, uh, we have, uh, uh, obviously, the uh, uh, Hill who has not yet played, but it's, they're saying, all right, well, maybe this week, Patrick Mahomes now banged up missing practice time. We've seen fairly heavy Texans money, KC down to minus four. Yeah, you know, the, the 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 four, and if you are a Houston backer, you know, there's still some four and a halfs out there. I would grab them. There's not very many. Uh, and, you know, I don't think it'll get to three. Will it get to three and a half? We'll have to wait and see. I think we're going to see some buyback. As long as they know Mahomes can go, you know, if you have Kansas City at home and, and you're laying just over a field goal, I think we'll get some late KC backers. Though, I mean, it's worth noting that the wise guys have pretty much been betting against the Chiefs every week uh, on a consistent basis. They don't like their defensive numbers. And the Joes who bet KC last week and the week before got burned. Chiefs didn't cover either one. You know, the game at Detroit uh, where they didn't uh, really sniff a point spread cover. And obviously last week losing outright as double-digit favorites at home to Indy. There's no betting bandwagon for Kansas City right now the way there was earlier in the season. And of course... The injury report for the Chiefs is not pretty. This injury report is, you know, I, I expect Mahomes to play. Everyone expects Mahomes to play. Uh, but if he's not 100%, if his weapons aren't there, the Chiefs' offense isn't the same. You say it won't get to three? It might, depending uh, on that KC injury report as we move into Friday. We've seen Bengals money. Bengals money. Of all the teams, Bengals. Well, the wise guys don't trust the Ravens as double-digit chalk. Baltimore with some ugly defensive numbers early in the season, Ralph. Well, we talked about how overrated the Ravens were starting off playing Arizona and Miami weeks one and two. And you have a Ravens team that's two, nine and one as a favorite, one and seven as a home favorite. Uh, You know, I, I don't think at the beginning of the year, I don't have a number in front of me. I'm sure this line was probably six ish, you know, in the summer line. So I think there's value at the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, since he is a team that has not exactly attracted a ton of betting market support, they did cover uh, as a dog at Buffalo. They did cover as a dog at Seattle. But it seems like a long time ago. That the, you know, I know it's only a couple of weeks back, but things change quickly in an NFL season. I'm with you. I can't lay with Baltimore. But since uh, he is an ugly underdog that, uh, you know, I haven't seen enough out of the Bengals that make me excited about taking points with Cincinnati. So I would bet this one, but haven't done it yet. Case Keenum could be back for the Redskins this week. And yet there's been Miami money. Dolphins plus three starting to show the prevailing line still three and a half. This is one of those games that you're like, you have to get your head examined. If you're going to lay points with Washington, you have to get your head examined. If you're going to take a field goal, a field goal with a Miami team that's been non-competitive in every defeat. And yet, wise guys, looking at the Dolphins, is a straight fade of Washington or do they want the winless team off a bye? You know, Teddy, sometimes my answer can only be, I don't know. I'm with you. I'm not sure why I bet either team here. And uh, uh, yeah, there, there's sometimes where I'm just not going to have an answer. And this Washington-Miami game is one of them. Uh, hey, uh, God bless you. Have fun betting it. I won't be. And that's, and Ralph, I, I appreciate you saying that very much. Because one thing, you know, here, here we are. We're talking heads on TV. We're supposed to know everything. There's lots of games we don't have strong opinions on. There's lots of stuff that we don't know. And the ability to say, I don't know, (laughs) that's 
wholly appropriate. Feel free to do it again anytime that you don't know. We do not want to BS people on this show. If we don't know something, we're going to say, I don't know. <laughs> you know, wise guys see something with the Dolphins, not with my money. Let's switch to college football for a few minutes here. And the market's saying that we should expect a big bounce back from Wazoo. Of course, last time we saw Washington State, they were getting blown off the field at Utah and then getting completely thrown under the bus by their head coach, Mike Leach, calling his kids fat, lazy, and entitled and all of that. And they had a bye week. And now they're taking on Arizona State. Markets like the Cougars in this one. What about you? What do you think of this line move? I think it's the right move. My power ratings lean this way. Uh, I think the numbers were off from the beginning. Everyone remembers what Washington State did against UCLA. Hey, and losing to Utah, there is nothing wrong with going into Utah and losing, even by 25 points, even getting out gained by 200 yards. To me, it's just still a overreaction from what you did against UCLA. Yeah, I'm with you. If I'm playing that game, it'll be Washington State or pass for me, although right now, uh, it's a pass because we have seen a fair bit of wazoo money already. Don't want to take the worst of this number. Let's talk about a couple of college football quarterback injuries that are clearly affecting the point spread here on Thursday. We've seen heavy Michigan money. Illinois has got a banged up QB. Well, the quarterback's out. <laughs> the Michigan transfer is out. And of course, Maryland going with Pigrom this week. Therefore, we've seen money for Purdue. You know, we've always seen Michigan support, no matter how bad the offense is. It seems there's always people that want to back Harbo. I'm not convinced. I'm still not going to lay it with Michigan. One game against Rutgers does not satisfy me that your offense is back in sync after what you did against Iowa. And, you know, as far as Maryland goes, it's, uh, you know, it's a game where I don't want to lay that many with Maryland. So, uh, you know, I, that, that's a game I'm just going to watch as well. Yeah, Purdue hasn't shown a whole lot of bet on so far this season. Illinois hasn't shown a whole lot of bet on uh, so far this season. I can understand the money coming from Michigan, even though their offense has been dicey. Illinois just gave up 40 to Minnesota uh, last week. And as for Purdue against Maryland, Pigrum's not a QB. I'm going to lay more than a field goal with on the road. I can tell you that flat out. One more quick one in college football, because this is a funny line move. BYU against South Florida. Heavy Cougars money right off the get-go. That got right up to minus seven from an opener of four. And now buyback on the Bulls right back down to four, four and a half, 30 seconds, Ralph. What you got? You know, my take is I'm amazed we've seen such two-way action on a BYU-USF game. I think USF is clearly more talented, but hey, you know, uh, excuse me, I think BYU is clearly more talented. But uh, I agree with the first line move. I don't agree with the buyback. Gotcha. So you say BYU the right side here, not USF. They have struggled repeatedly in the Charlie Strong era. We'll be right back. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example... If you're playing tonight's game and you bet the Patriots minus 17, yeah, minus 17. If they beat the Giants by 21 points, you'll beat a, you'll receive a whopping 21 times your stake. That's PointsBet. PointsBet.com slash grid. Enter promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website. For details, it's big game breakdown time, Ralph. We got to start in MLB where we have an elimination game tonight. We touched on it earlier. Let's break it down now. The Astros minus 270, total of seven against Tampa Bay. The Rays off back-to-back wins. They've got the momentum and Houston's got the pressure in theory 
Houston's also got Garrett Cole on the hill, who's been as good or better than any pitcher in baseball over the back half of the season. Though Tyler Glass now and the Rays bullpen behind him, eh, nothing to sneeze at. A total of seven. Can you lay minus 270 here? What's your take, Astros and Rays, tonight? Well, you know, Teddy, I had to go to the database for this and uh, took a look at since 2004. So we've got a very nice sample size. There have only been six other MLB favorites of 250 or more in the playoffs. Not a series, not a game five, just total. Six of them since 2004. Garrett Cole, of course, was one of those when he was laying 320 against Tampa Bay last week. Uh, those teams have gone 6-0. and Average score 6.2 to 2.8. They've also gone 5-1 and on the run line. The only game that didn't cover as a 250 favorite on the run line back in 2009, A.J. Burnett was a 280 favorite against the Twins and Nick Blackburn. No, I'm not going to lay 280, but I also am not going to bet against the Astros at home with Garrett Cole on the mound. Yeah, it's not a game that I have any action on whatsoever. And that 270 uh, that you see uh, on the graphic there, that's the low end of the market. Uh, You can lay up to $3 with the Astros right now if you so choose. Uh, But uh, obviously, from one book to the next, there will be some variance. Minus 270, minus 280, the prevailing number uh, as we speak here in the noon hour here on the West Coast. Yeah, Astros raised fascinating game five. Not one that's easy to bet, but that six and zero angle is definitely worth noting. And the five and one on the run line is worth noting. You know, uh, although the concept of AJ Burnett laying almost three dollars, though the concept of Nick Blackburn starting a playoff game, yeah, that was a long time ago. When you're bringing up those type of names. Let's talk about college football tonight. Obviously, this time of year is loaded. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA coming up, college hoops coming up, hockey started. We don't do hockey on this show, but it started. Uh, you know, There's a lot going on. Betters are, have options all over the board tonight. Let's talk college football. NC State, minus four and a half. Total of 56 against Syracuse. We've seen some under money in this game, Ralph. The side has basically stayed at four and a half. All week long, both teams coming off a bye. NC State making the QB change. They're going with the Florida State transfer this week. They played a little bit of QB shuffle in recent weeks. But off the bye, they're going with the kid who they think has the biggest potential to create some big plays in the offense. That's what I was reading in the local papers from Dave Doran this morning. Syracuse played well before the bye after a rough start to the season. Their first three games were not good offensively. The last two, both against lesser competition, both at home. But all of a sudden, Tommy DeVito and that orange offense started to move the football. Syracuse, NC State. What's your take Thursday night TV game? I think the most important thing you said there, Teddy, was the bye and now on the road again for Syracuse. My power ratings here clearly favor Syracuse. My power ratings have Syracuse as the favorite. Normally, with that big of a difference, it's a game that would be in my mix or be near me making a play on. But I just didn't have faith in the Orange on the road. There are two road games this year at Liberty. That was when Hughes Freeze wasn't even part of the team. He was in the hospital taking care of an issue. And they had 17 first downs. 
Then they go to Maryland. They get their socks blown off. They only have 18 first downs. So I do have some concerns. Uh, Tommy DeVito was banged up a little before the bye. He is now back. And the recent competition of Western Michigan and Holy Cross doesn't excite me to be able to back them in this role. So my power ratings clearly have me leaning with Syracuse, but the situation and the road travel has me not making a play on them. What do you make on the under money? I mean, it's not crazy under money, but there has been some under money in that ballgame. We think about Syracuse, they want to play fast. We think about NC State, and the whole reason they made the QB change was to get somebody in there who can actually chuck it downfield and get their receivers in play. It's been all dink and dunk from that offense in recent weeks. Yet, you know, it was bet down as low as 56. Now we're seeing a little buyback. That's public money on the over and wise guy money on the under. You got to take on this total, Ralph. My opinion is that if NC State gets the lead, uh, I believe the game goes under. Syracuse is going to play their same style. When you break down the Wolfpack, they trailed against Florida State. And what happened? They ended up running 80 plays. They trailed on the road at West Virginia. What happened? They ran 86 plays. When they had leads in their games, they were they were less. NC State's a very fast-paced team. If the game is close and they're playing with a lead, I believe the game to stay under. If they get behind, they're going to press the tempo and it's going to go over. So to me, it would be a live betting situation. Looking how the first half of the first quarter plays out. That's an excellent point, Ralph. Uh, a lot of times we don't talk enough about what to do in terms of live betting situations. That's definitely something to look for tonight as Syracuse takes on NC State. One more TV game to talk about for tonight. This one from the Fun Belt. UL Monroe, three-point favorites on the road at Texas State. Total of 61. And, I mean, Monroe's been scoring points on everybody. Texas State's defense, not elite. Do they merit being the road chalk here? And if so, do you think this total is a little bit low? I like what Jake Spadaville is doing for the first year in Texas State. They struggled early against AM, but they were putting in an, an upper tempo offense and, and breaking in, uh, you know, their 19 starters. When you return 19 starters in college football, people think it's an automatic that you're going to be better. Well, you're still changing systems with the coaching schemes. So, yes, they struggled against AM and Wyoming, they lost by nine, and SMU, they lost by 30 on the road. We found out that's not a very bad loss. A win against Georgia State was good, but they got outgained. And then a, a win against Nichols. To me, they still haven't turned the corner. I prefer to look at a ULM side that's coming off a loss against Memphis, but they had a 40-yard edge. And again, I told you I'm a first down guy. ULM against Memphis had 30 first downs. If you have an offense that can put up that type of uh, – you have an offense that can move the ball that well. Memphis isn't a great defense, but the, you know they're a defense better than Texas State. It's a team I'm going to back. You lost to – you went to Florida State, you lost by one. You could have won that game. You went to Iowa State, you got your socks blown off. No issues with that. Uh, they're, pre- they're prepared. They're prepped. I like – what Matt Viator is doing at ULM in his fourth year there, I would back ULM tonight. And to me, the over makes a heck of a lot of sense uh, in a game where we've seen already this Red Hawks offense move the football against uh, a couple of defenses better than this one. 
including that Iowa State game where they hung 20 on the Cyclones. You know, that's what TCU got last week, you know, for what it's worth. Let's talk some marquee matchups for Saturday. And this is one that's not necessarily a national marquee matchup, but this is a good football game. I'm fascinated by it. I wanted to bring it up first. Boise State, minus 12 and a half total of 60 against Hawaii. We know how good Boise is when they're good. So them go on the road and beat Florida State earlier in the season in a very difficult spot. As just one example, but as home favorites, what was once one of the, if not the strongest home field in college football, now is a team that's 18 and 36. Their last 54 tries is home chalk. That's not good. And that's a solid sample size. Hawaii with extra time to prepare. But is this a matchup that the Warriors can exploit? Boise's defense pretty good at containing Hawaii in recent meetings. They haven't met all that often. But when they have, it's been a one-sided game. What's your take? Boise and Hawaii long travel for the Warriors. If anyone watched any of my previews in college football at the beginning of the season, I picked Hawaii to win the Mountain West. So that's my take on this game. Enough I said. need Hawaii. Hawaii's going to win the Mountain West. <laughs> let let, let, let me clarify. I, I did play. I do have a. I do have a bet on Hawaii to win the Mountain West. So I am a fan. So I am very excited. Going to Washington, you look at a score of 52 to 20. I'll tell you what. You had 25 first downs to 21, 22 for Washington. You only got by 55 yards per game. You went into Nevada. You beat them 54 to 3 prior to the bye. I believe this team will and can hang with Boise. The problem is we saw Cole McDonald get pulled game one, throwing three interceptions. We saw him throw three interceptions in another game. And the key is Cole McDonald. If he stays interception free, Hawaii can pull the upset, at least cover. If he gives Boise a couple defensive touchdowns, Boise can run away with this game. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if they did. Again, the series history, not pretty for the Hawaii side of the equation, but... This is a a Hawaii offense that has certainly surprised many betters here in Vegas, although not Ralph Michaels, who liked this team a lot prior to the season. Plus 12 and a half, the money has come on Boise over the course of the last 24 hours. When we come back, deep dive, yeah, NFL big game breakdown coming up right here on Wager Talk. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Follow me on Twitter at Teddy underscore covers. You can follow Ralph on Twitter at Cal Sports LV. You can follow SportsGrid on Twitter at SportsGrid. And be sure to download that SportsGrid app where you can get all of this quality content on demand at your leisure right there on your phone. Download the SportsGrid app today. Thursday night football tonight and we've seen, I don't often get very surprised by a move. I was very surprised by what we've seen in the markets on this one just today. New England minus 17, total of 42 slash 42 and a half. This total was as low as 41. We're seeing not just a little bit of over money. We're seeing a major wise guy move on the over in this ballgame. At the low number, it opened as high as 46. But the 41s, 41 and a half, they were bet up in a hurry. The 42s are getting bet up in a hurry. And that comes, Ralph, despite the fact we look at the injuries. Let's see. Saquon Barkley's not going to play. Evan Ingram's not going to play. Wayne Gallman's not going to play. Sterling Shepard is not going to play. Uh, Russell Shepard's obviously out for the season. Rick Burkhead's not going to play for New England. Philip Dorsett is not going to play for New England tonight. Josh Gordon's still questionable. Julian Edelman's still questionable. There is a litany of offensive injuries here. We have a quarterback in Tom Brady who has said repeatedly, I need every bit of rest I can get. Why is this over getting steamed right now? And what's your take, Giants and Patriots? Well, we talked about it yesterday, Teddy. And, you know, for those that follow us or know, you know, at wagertalk.com, we we have packages that we sell plays. Well, I have a package that is has the under tonight for sale and i liked it at 41 and a half so i obviously like it much more now at at 42 and a half so i completely disagree with the line move i already bet the under i gave the under to my customers so you know i can't make a stronger statement than that you know i'll throw in a second thing we talk about some props on uh you know on monday nights I also played the New York Giants under 10 and a half points for the game. So 
that tells you my stance on the Giants offense, and that tells you my stance on the New England defense. Yeah, I mean, if I'm trying to picture this game pre-kickoff, I'm picturing Patriots hand off right, Patriots hand off left, Patriots hand off right, Patriots hand off left. You know, uh, Giants struggling, rookie QB struggling. It's hard for me to picture a scenario in which both these offenses are marching up and down the field. I'm with you in theory on the under, but I'm telling you, this isn't a public move. This is a wise guy move. Sharps have seen something in the profile that makes them interested in the over in this one. Again, yeah, the, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Again, my opinion is the under. Uh, obviously, some sharps are firing away at the over. Uh, you know, you know, I like giving you stats. So uh, here's one on Thursday nights, going back to 1989. So we have 30 years of history. NFL favorites of 11 or more on Thursdays are 15 and 3 and 1, 83.3% against the spread. Not a huge sample size. Uh, but for those that think, well, can you lay this many points on a short week? No one's ever laid this many points on a Thursday, but big favorites have done well. Yeah, and that doesn't surprise me at all, considering that when you're talking about games in this point spread range, uh, the underdogs are going to be fairly prohibitive underdogs. Uh, so uh, they're dogs of that size for a reason. And when you talk about bad teams with limited preparation time going up against good teams well those tend to be one-sided affairs like we've seen on these thursday night double digit point spreads in the past let's talk about another team that's laying double digit points and from talking to you throughout this show for the last couple weeks we know you have a ravens under ticket in your pocket we know you thought the ravens were overrated after playing miami and arizona the first two weeks but i think we both agree the ravens aren't worthy of being an 11 and a half point division favorite versus cincinnati with a total of 48. so one of the bigger issues in the NFL this season is how bad the bad teams are. The bottom feeders have been true bottom feeders. And it's not just Miami. It's not just Washington. It's not just the Jets. You know, it's teams like Cincinnati, which, you know, there's probably half a dozen of them that have been at the very bottom of statistical profiles when you look at the worst teams at the end of the year. Since he right now is there at the beginning of the year or at the middle of the year, you know, it's the ugly numbers everywhere for the true bottom feeders. Now, one thing that's been a tried and true maxim in the NFL for the last 30 years is no team ever looks as bad as they looked last week and no team looks as good as they look, you know, when they look good, no team ever looks as bad as they look when they look bad. All of that is very true. But you know what? In 2019, it's not the same as 1999. And these bottom feeder teams in the NFL, hard to get to the window to support them. There's a lot of problems with Cincinnati. And it starts with the coaching staff. That's not a team that's confident in their staff. When you look at the bottom teams in the NFL, they've all got rookie quarterbacks or backup quarterbacks or third string quarterbacks. Not the Bengals. They got Andy Dalton. That's who he is. Um, the, the injury to Ross is huge for that team. I know I can't lay with Baltimore. Okay. I don't trust the Ravens defense. And when you talk about laying double digits in the NFL, yeah, you want an explosive offense. Every bit is important to have a defense that's going to get stops. The Ravens don't have one of those this year. But so I know I'm not taking Baltimore. But every time I, I try to get to the window and say, "Yeah, I want my money on Cincinnati," yeah, it's uh, it, it's a leap of faith that I haven't yet made <laughs> on this week's card. 
Teddy, the best game in the NFC this week, no question. The LA Rams laying three and a half with a total of 50 50 and a half against San Francisco. I want to take one second here and and go with through our viewers how I look at this game and something I've used handicapping the NFL, which has been very successful. And it's a pretty simple concept, but I think it's a powerful motivator for the teams. If you have the better team during the season and they are looking up at someone they are facing in the standings, they know how important this game is and they tend to play better. Uh, again, it, it's nothing that I can say that I have a record to, to prove those numbers, but it's something I've also used. You know, one other point in this game I want to bring up, San Francisco has faced the number 17 offense of Tampa Bay, number 26 offense of Cincy, number 29 offense of Pittsburgh, and number 23 offense of Cleveland. Are those numbers tainted because of that? And will they be able to slow the number five offense of the LA Rams? It's a fascinating game. Certainly from a situational standpoint, Ralph, you make a strong case for L.A. And it's a Niners team that however you want to look at it, all right, this team has, I'm not going to say overachieved, but they've faced the right opponents at the right time in the right places. And that has a lot to do with why San Fran is 4-0. They're coming off a big national TV blowout win on a short week. With travel, all of these are cases for L.A., especially with the Rams off back-to-back losses. They haven't lost three in a row since Jeff Fisher got run out of town. You know, it is clearly a Rams spot. And frankly, I mean, for as good as the Niners looked on Monday night, they looked great on both sides of the football. You know, the pass rush was there. The defense was there. The offense moved the ball like a hot knife through butter. A lot of that was Cleveland not being ready. Uh, I don't think the Rams are not ready uh, this week. Uh, not even maybe, especially because they have X-Giant repair. They played on Thursday night last week. Interesting total here. We have two of the offensive gurus in the NFL, Shanahan and McVay. And these guys have played some real shootouts in recent seasons. Twice over the last two years, we've seen the Niners and the Rams get into the 70s uh, or into the 80s. I wouldn't be surprised if this one ends up being a relatively high-scoring affair as well. Two creative play callers, two pretty good offenses facing off against one another in L.A. on Sunday. If you asked me at the start of the season, let's take the L.A. Chargers coming off their season they had with Phillip Rivers, and let's put them at home against Pittsburgh without their number one quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger without their number two quarterback, Mason Rudolph, and you have an undrafted free agent from an FCS team and Devlin Hodges now being the QB, I probably would make the line 13. Uh, Am I six points off because the Steelers' defense has played that well the last two weeks? Or, as I know you're going to say, it's clearly as poor as the LA Chargers have looked. Yeah, I mean, the the, the word on Devlin Hodges is, uh, I was reading some quotes from his from his draft stuff. They call him a poor man Trace, a poor man's Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley's had a heck of an NFL career so far. <laughs> yes, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> it's not an easy fit for Pittsburgh. Now, of course, it is a Steelers team that has what eight first rounders on defense. Uh, they didn't play great in the first half against Baltimore with the game on the line. Uh, they played very well uh, against the Ravens, and it's a Chargers team that oh by the way they won't have their starting center. Mike Pouncey's out. 
to go along with the other 46 Chargers who are hurt. Phillip Rivers plays every game, and every year he watches the team around him just become decimated with injuries. The Chargers have, and this is almost an incredible stat to think about it, they have four times been inside the two-yard line of their opponents and turned the ball over, which means that there's 28 points that are supposed to be on their uh, on the scoreboard for the Chargers they haven't gotten this season, which means that in theory maybe they're a little bit overvalued, and that's randomness that they've turned the ball over that many times that close to the goal line. But when you're talking about a team playing without their starting center with all kinds of injuries on both sides of the football, They've underachieved pretty much from day one. Everyone's like, oh, the Chargers will be fine. The Chargers will be fine. I'm not convinced the Chargers will be fine. Uh, But no center on one team, no offense on the other, good defense on the other. Maybe look at the under in this one. We're not seeing any buyback on this total. It's been bet down already, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if it gets bet down even further. Teddy, if I ask you the two worst teams in football over the last few years – would it be fair to say those were Arizona and Miami? Um, sure, probably, sure. Define few. Yes, uh, two. The, the the bottom two. I'm taking I'm taking sure, the worst yes. case scenario since 2016. So I'm going back another year in the last three years. When an NFL team has played Miami and Arizona and has been off a loss, like Atlanta is this week. They've gone 33, 17-3, 66%. And that's it. An NFL team off a loss playing Miami or playing Arizona. Doesn't matter at home. Doesn't matter away. Atlanta, now off back-to-back losses, a two-and-a-half-point favorite, a total of 51-and-a-half against those Arizona Cardinals. I love the D-Bay stuff you bring up, Ralph. It's always interesting, and it gets you thinking. And, of course... It's based on real numbers, not nonsense. So that makes a ton of sense. Teams facing bottom feeders coming off a loss. They're supposed to be able to beat those bottom feeders. They're supposed to be able to take care of business. And Atlanta's supposed to beat Arizona this week. All right. It is absolutely a Falcon spot. Embarrassed last week. Embarrassed the week before. Arizona finally getting off the schneid with a straight-up win. And a win they almost blew it down to the wire. And Murray making the plays in the fourth quarter in a... And you could almost hear the collective (sighs) exhale in the locker room after that game. It's most assuredly a Falcon spot. And yet, line hasn't gone to three. (laughs) There are problems in Atlanta. There are real problems in Atlanta. I don't think there are problems that Dan Quinn can solve. They have major issues in their secondary. The top three safeties all on IR, uh, strong safeties. It's a hard team to get to the window with. I understand the case for Atlanta. I'll show you right here. I have my short list this week. But I have not pulled the trigger on the Falcons yet, and I probably won't. It makes sense. You're supposed to play them. They're better than Arizona? Maybe. I'm concerned about Atlanta moving forward. I really am. When we come back. Oh, my gosh. we got to talk about betting under in conference games. Ralph has some trends you don't want to make. (laughs) 
Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Welcome back. We're at the home stretch of Wager Talk. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. And Ralph, we like to highlight some of the key angle that betters can use in this segment. And boy, you've got a good one when it comes to October college football. Tell me what you got with unders in October in these conference games. Well, I want our viewers to, again, help them just move forward when they're looking and they're handicapping in October. October is such a unique month because it's difficult to compare teams. We have some Power 5 teams that have played Power 5 opponents, have gone on the road and played ranked top 10 opponents. And we've had others that have played, you know, Baylor comes to mind, have played three-week FCS and FBS teams and have mauled them. So when when the calendar turns to October, 
October and you start playing conference games, if you just basically bet every October conference game under the total, you have won 54% of your games. There were only two conferences since 2016 that if you bet over in their conference games, you were over 50%. Teams are familiar with each other. Teams have revenge. Teams know the players and the personnels. Defensive coordinators and haters have game planned for you in the past. You're more conservative. All of those situations point to the under. couple specific conferences that have gone under, by the way. The Big 12 is the one conference that has gone over 51% in October conference games. But the AAC has gone 37 and 57, 61% to the under. The MAC. 43 and 55 over under, 54% to the over, and the AAC, 64 and 86, 56.7% to the under. So again, don't, don't blindly bet every conference game under, but if there's games that you're thinking about and the total may be a point or two too low, perhaps it's not. And be very careful picking out those conference overs when the calendar says October. Teddy, any thoughts on that? I mean, Ralph, you're dropping the knowledge. I love the fact you brought up all those things that make sense. It's not an angle that's like, oh, some random stats. It's, hey, one team has revenge every year. Uh, They know their opponent. You're familiar with their style. You're familiar with their stadium. And you get more conservative in conference play. All of that makes a ton of sense with these conference overs. Ralph and I will be back right here on the Sports Grid TV Network tomorrow. We'll see you 23 hours from now. Enjoy the games tonight. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh, super. 